Shredders. Welcome to Shred Podcast, episode 27. Uh, today I have with me my special guest, Marcus Creaturo, our owner and head coach. Hey, Marcus, what's going on? Hello, Coach Scott. Uh, it's good to be on for another uh, Shred Podcast episode with you. All right, so here we are. It's one week into the Open. Uh, we're recording this Wednesday night after the first weekend. I got to ask you, what were your thoughts of the programming of week one? <laughs> uh, I, I absolutely loved it. Um, there's not much I really don't love about the Open. Uh, the, since you specifically asked me about the actual workout, it, it's fantastic. It was fantastic. I mean, it's it, it is a movement that pretty much everybody can do. Um, you know, the burpee and you just, uh, for scaled, you just stepped over the barbell, uh, you know, or actually jumped. Um, and then, uh, so a ground overhead, a very, a very basic movement gives athletes a few different options to, uh, apply to their strengths, whether it be a snatch or clean and jerk, probably the two most popular ways to get that barbell from the ground to overhead, but always, they, they, they always, um, seem to amaze me. Uh, I know it's coming, but they still amaze me with, with how they, how they program these workouts. So simple yet so effective. And when I say they, uh, CrossFit headquarters, Dave Castro, you know, that's a name that, that, that's out there. Um, you know, very popularized with, with the CrossFit open. I don't know if, I still don't know if actually, if it's an individual, if he himself programs the workouts individually or if there's a team of people. Um, but, uh, if fantastic. So I actually saw an interview with Dave. I think it's on his Instagram. He said he had he tested it four times and actually modified this workout a few times through the uh, uh, the, the couple months before the open. Uh, so he actually originally had a twelve minute cap mm. and ten and ten, not ten and eight. Uh, but through testing, saw that people weren't completing it. Yeah, it's definitely it's definitely got to be things that people can complete. Um, and when I say people, we're usually talking about the 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 fittest of the fit out there. You know, the fittest in the world. Um, but uh, yeah, I think there is. I think there is, uh, and I, and I've been asked this question by some of our own athletes at Shred. I, I believe that he. Um, he tests these workouts, maybe not only himself, but also throughout the year when he, when he drops into other gyms or maybe he talks to some of his friends and he said, Hey, I came up with this workout. What do you think? And then, you know, eight months goes by and people aren't, people don't think about it. And it actually turns into an open workout or a games workout, you know? Um, and, and it just, so they, so people ask me at shred, somebody asked me, athletes asked me, you know, how does he come up with these workouts? Number the easy answer is I don't know, but what I do know is that there there is a test involved. Whether he has a group of secret people, both males and females, that he runs these workouts through at the at the highest, you know, fittest level of CrossFit, maybe at the medium level of CrossFit, and let's call it the beginner level of CrossFit. I think he tests and sees um, and finds out what's the proper weight, what's the proper rep scheme that everybody can play get a great workout and still uh with with the uh with a scale division you know compete and, and throw their times out there with some of the fittest on earth if that makes sense yeah and i th i think one of the funniest things is that he actually came out and said uh, i'm not going to talk about my time he he did the open workout 
And he said, I was mistaken. I should have said, I'm not going to talk about my reps. So <laughs> so, apparently he didn't so, finish either. Yeah. So he's, he's probably hinting that he did not finish. Right. Right. Just because yeah. you program these great workouts doesn't mean you're, you're the fittest man on earth. Right. And, and I've got to echo what you're saying. Like I looked at this workout thinking they're not large rep schemes. Uh, the weight wasn't heavy for me. Uh, I could move through some stuff, but man, it hit me like a ton of bricks. Yeah. I mean, when, when you look, when you're staring down the barrel of a hundred burpees um, and then just adding the degree of difficulty, whether you're stepping over or, or jumping over the barbell, I mean, that's, that's quite a, that's quite a physical feat to, to accomplish. And uh, you know, you're thrown in the barbell movement there as well. So uh, br- brilliantly designed and, uh, and, and hats off to, to Dave Castro and his team or, or whatnot, but uh, simple and effective. And that's, that's what I love about CrossFit. Everybody can play, everybody gets a great workout and, and we're on to week two. And then lastly, I do want to say we had a handful of athletes that finished in our own gym. Uh, That is super impressive. And uh, they should be commended for uh, finishing that workout. Uh, We had what, four, I think, finishers? Uh, we had four finishers in the RX division. Uh, we have I don't I don't have this I don't have the uh, the standings readily available right in front of me, but I know that we had uh, Gosh, I want to say full of scaled. Yeah, I want to say maybe eight to ten scaled on on both male and female side that actually finished it um, and got it all got all that volume and work uh, completed within that fifteen minute time cap. So, um, so you know, it's it's irrelevant whether RX or scaled. I mean, you're you're playing to your your strengths and your your current fitness level and your experience level in CrossFit. And and as we said on the previous podcast, our our, our number one objective is to make sure people are safe doing these workouts. We're, we're not going to let them do with uh, do weight or movements that their bodies uh, just physically aren't capable of doing. And, and maybe they might not be. Um, and we, we always talk about scaling workouts to your physical and psychological tolerances, right? So everybody has these two coaches on their team that they can bounce ideas off and thoughts. So safety is number one. And, um, and then, ha- you know, having a good, safe, effective workout, number two. So, um, so uh, we did have a, a few athletes that actually scaled the scaled weight uh, just because of safety we thought was an issue. Obviously, they didn't have a problem with that. And, and still, Scott got an effective workout. That's what it's all about. Well, sure. And, and talking about effective workouts, you know, I know that, that we treat the Open as a big deal. It's a lot of fun, uh, brings the community together. I mean, I heard, you know, n- a number of people saying this weekend they couldn't believe how many people we had out cheering people on, um, and all the and all the groups of people going and, and competing together, uh, they were just in awe of all that. But with all that being said, most of us are in the gym to get fit, not to win a competition. Uh, these are fun, but we're there to get fit. So what what can we think like or uh, some strategies to stay fit during the open? Yeah, so we, so you obviously, as you know, this is not our first rodeo of doing the open, and we've learned from uh, year after year. We just we just get better as coaches, and we learn as we go um, to make them to make help these athletes be the most efficient leading up to their open workout. Um, so what we found is that 
uh, athletes will perform their open workout either Friday night lights or Saturday morning or Sunday. And so what we encourage all the athletes to do as coaches is we say, hey, just because the open's here, don't don't just work out that one day a week again. Don't don't fall into that. Continue to CrossFit. Um, continue to move the needle on your fitness. Right. That's what CrossFit's all about. It's constantly varied, showing up. You know, three, four, five days a week, and and and, and getting more fit. And so, we we I'm going to lay out like our program during the week is Mondays. So after the open, people will do it Friday Friday Saturday or Sunday. Then Monday is. A, a, a basic, let's call it a basic CrossFit workout. Nothing super intense. We're not trying to find one rep maxes. We're not doing, you know, Murph where there's 400,000 reps involved or anything like that. It's just kind of get, get through it and move your body, right? Just, just get a good CrossFit workout in. Tuesday and Wednesday, that's when we want to maybe push the intensity a little bit more and um, work out a little bit harder. Um, maybe uh, you know move, put some a little bit more weight on the barbell if you feel comfortable. It all depends on uh, you know what the workout is programmed for. But Tuesdays and Wednesdays, that's going to be um, that's going to be your classic CrossFit days. Like don't don't listen to your body. Obviously, from the open, right? If you feel still fatigued and sore, scale the intensity, scale the the reps. And knowing the fact that you might approach workouts a little bit differently during these during these five weeks of the open. Thursday is what we've typically done over the last couple of years and works great. It was, we use it as what's called a goat day. It's G-O-A-T. Um, some people might say greatest of all time, but uh, cross, in CrossFit, the term goat is slang for something that challenges you, so a skill or a movement that is just not in your wheelhouse. And we program goat days on Thursdays, and it really lets the central nervous system recover. People just treat it as like an open gym and a skill session where they work on certain skills such as pull-ups or double-unders or pistols, and they just kind of... Just kind of move the needle on these skills and try to get better at these skills. And then Friday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, they're, they're, they're working out and pushing their bodies hard in the open again. So that, that system we've used for the last two or three years has worked extremely well. Um, and so we encourage athletes continue to CrossFit. When you, when you push yourself in the open, then take four days off. That's not what you want to do. <laughs> Um, one thing that we've added this year for the first time ever is on, on Monday mornings, I am posting, um, a, a video on Instagram along with the exercises of a recovery, uh, like a recovery protocol for specifically to the movements of whatever the open workout was. So on Monday morning, athletes can expect to have a little video and three or four or five different exercises to help speed up the recovery process from the demands of what the open workout was. So that's kind of a that's kind of a layout of how we how we lay out a week of programming knowing the fact in, in our minds as coaches that we we have this open this open time of year with these five uh, you know intense workouts so i'm going to go off script just a tiny bit but with all that being said um what are your thoughts on repeating open workouts <laughs> oh man that's that's a that's a great question scott um i the history will tell us in our four walls of shred history will tell us that the the best workouts to repeat are the ones where you buy more time right so uh mm -hmm. an example would be 
you have a five minute window to complete this task. And if you get this task done within five minutes, your time is extended another five minutes. If you get that task done in, a, in five minutes, you're extended another five minutes, et cetera, et cetera. So we have seen athletes repeat workouts or maybe just reps or seconds shy of getting that extra five minute window. Uh, we've seen great success with that. Something, something like this workout in 20.1, where it was 15 minutes, a hundred burpees, 80 ground to overhead. We've had, we had a handful of athletes repeat this. And I mean, their, their, their second time through their results were very minimal, very minimal when, when it's a long, hard cardio, heavy workout, you know, 15, 20 minutes. I think those to take 20.1 as example, I think those are the that that's the least recommended uh, recommended wads that I would recommend an athlete to repeat um, because you're you're talking you're talking a few reps right I mean just a few reps and actually some of the athletes in our gym that repeated it actually did worse um, and so now what you've done is now you have to you have to you have a whole nother day of recovery because you put your body through that intensity again. And it, it might, it might set you back for your recovery on 20.2 or 20.3, whatever that is. Um, if, if you're within seconds of, or a few reps of something increasing your, uh, your time domain as the example I gave, I can see, I can see doing it there. Um, but you know what, you, you should give it your all the first time. Anyway, you should come up with a strategy and a plan, talk to your coaches and give it your all and, and just let the chips fall where they may. Um, the the other the only other reason I would recommend athletes repeat an open workout is if they're literally competing in the sport of CrossFit, right? Where they need a special time or they need a special rep count, where they're trying to go that next level or qualify for a certain division or something like that. Uh, you know that could be that could be game played with the coach and the athlete and things like that. But for your everyday CrossFitter, um, the people that just want to move the needle on their health and wellness and they want to look, feel, and perform better, re repeating workouts. History will tell us in our four walls. It's it's sometimes not the greatest decision. Yeah, I, I love that recommendation um, because I think the first year, second year, we did the open. I repeated a few. Never did I make a huge gain from attempt one to attempt two. You know, and usually it it wrecked me for the week. Yep, and then I I couldn't stay fit. Yeah, and and. and uh, I think I, you know, I'm a, I'm a huge, it's no secret. I'm a huge Rich Froning fan. Um, just from his character, his, his physical ability, um, just so many reasons. I'm, I'm just a big fan of his and he's, he's one of my favorite CrossFit athletes. And it's, it's not just because he's, you know, won the games four or five, six times or whatever, but he's just a solid man. I've had a chance to meet him. And so did you. Um, I had lunch with a guy. I shook his hand. I talked to him for a little bit. And so, um, just a great guy. So he's, he's my favorite in, in, in many aspects, but I actually looked on the leaderboard and, uh, when he did a live event, uh, the live open announcement, I think his time was nine fifty nine, And, uh, and he obviously redid it because he, he had a different score on the leaderboard. And did you happen to see a score, Scott? Uh, I okay. Not. I think his score was like eight thirty something. So you're talking about a man that's the fittest in the one of the fittest in the world that he redid his he did redid his workout. It was 30 seconds. I mean, to us that seems that seems very that seems not a long time. But uh, that you know, when you're leaderboarding up at that that high fitness level, 30 seconds is is a, is a long time. But I mean, here's a guy that is the fittest on earth, and he redid it, and it was a 30 second improvement. I mean, you would expect 
you know, minutes and it was 30 seconds was it. Um, so, it, you know, at that level leaderboarding can be a, a very popular thing when you're talking about the fittest on earth, but for the average CrossFitter, um, you know, I, sometimes I, I just don't agree with it being the best decision. Okay. Well, I think that was great. I think that hearing about, um, how we can maintain our fitness through the open is great. Um, now we're moving on to week two. Uh, do you just want to run down the times for the workouts this weekend? It's going to be the same as last week, but just to remind everyone. Yeah. So the workouts, uh, typically for the next four weeks of the open, um, we usually have Friday night lights, which is, uh, we start about four thirty or five, five. yeah, four thirty or five, and then we usually take the last heat about seven or seven thirty. Um, we're thinking about week two here, maybe holding off that last final heat, uh, just because of the Buckeye game. The Buckeyes, uh, I guess, all great teams play on Friday night in college football now. So, um, <laughs> so, so, uh, so the high state game happens to be on a Friday evening, which is a, which is rare. Um, but we might cut out of there a little bit early. Saturdays we have our normal CrossFit class um, at eight a.m. and then uh, obviously that workout will be different than the open workout. And then uh, we'll have our heat time start about nine fifteen, nine thirty, somewhere around there. We usually go until about noon. And then on Sundays we usually have the first heat time around one and then we go to about uh, three o'clock or so and those are all subject to change you know 30 minutes give or take just depending on how long the workout is we we don't know just like everybody else what the workout's going to be on Thursday night we have no idea we don't know if it's seven minutes we don't know if it's 47 minutes we have no clue and so uh, those those are all subject to change you know every every uh, you know 30 minutes give or take so yeah and I'll just put in there, uh, Sign Up Genius will be out the night of the announcement, uh, but it does take time to plan. As Marcus said, we don't know what the workout is, uh, so it takes him and Aaron a few minutes to run down the logistics of all that. They get me the info, and then it takes me about 15 to 20 minutes to create the Sign Up Genius, uh, and then I get it out as soon as it's done. Yeah. Uh, so with that yeah, being- yeah. Just to, just to reiterate what you're saying, a lot, of t- a lot, of, a lot of times people don't understand what goes on behind the scenes <laughs> to make this happen. And so the workouts announced. I hop on the phone with kind of you and Aaron and, and Mike. It's kind of been us three or four that kind of talk about logistics and um, you know whatever the workout is, whatever whatever the equipment is needed. We got to figure out how many barbells we have or how 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 long our gym is for walking lunges and how many heats, how many people in each heat we can do and how many rowers do we have and there's a lot of logistics that go into that um and you know having judges available and things like that so um i i, th- I think we do a great job of it and to get it out there as soon as possible so people can sign up for the heat time of their choice that's convenient for them well with that or i'm gonna close it up now uh let's uh look forward to week two get excited to see what's coming out tomorrow night um And with that, we'll look forward to seeing you next time on Shred Podcast Episode 28. Talk to you soon.